0: Hey guys, you're listening to the Energy of the Untamed Heart podcast, where we talk about uncaging your divinely gifted wild heart to be as free and expansive as you were born to be. My goal is to use our stories, guest interviews, and your questions to tease out what has been keeping your wild heart under wraps. I'm your host, Miel Fox, and together we will shatter the myths of our old stories to set our wild heart free. So thanks for choosing you and showing up today. You know, sometimes you meet someone who just totally shifts your world. Someone who's like a like those little sparklers, those little dancing sparklers of goodness, with a touch of sass and a little humor and a heart of gold. Leslie Fernelli is one of these sparks. She shows up and you just want to hug her. You just want to wrap her amazingness around you so that you can soak up everything that she is and everything that she shares. So join me today for a really raw, little vernacular, open conversation about reaching that place where you just need to wake the F up. So yeah, we swore a little bit in this one. It was fun though. Uh, put on your earbuds, or don't play this with the kids in the car. But please be sure to listen, because there are just so many pearls of wisdom in this convo. We talk about numerology, energy, love, life, frustration, passions, and more. I just love how Leslie introduces herself in her bio. I'm going to read it off to you because it's just too good. Leslie Fernelli, It's a Remembering. Leslie utilizes EFT, emotional freedom technique, tapping, meditation, journaling, numerology, and her intuition to support midlife women on their journey back to themselves. Who doesn't want to walk home to themselves? Hello? <laughs> you know what I mean? Working with Leslie is an experience of remembering what life is like to live life more than worry about it. So it's a really, you know, it, it it's a beautiful bio, but until you hear this conversation, the essence of the beauty and purity of Leslie, you just can't pick it up reading the words. So tune in. Here we go. It's gonna be epic. Yeah, all <laughs> foggy, right? Like I, I live with that. I know. Oh my gosh. So I'm I'm actually wow. I'm your Venus. How exciting. Yeah, totally.
1: It is. You are my Venus.
0: So yeah, this empty really in the mean. middle. i find so interesting because i don't see you that way well i don't see you Mm -hmm. empty so all right for the listeners who would like to know what we're talking about it's not empty we're referring to the energy grid of how your birth energetics can be coded and give you a sense of what your energetic influences are in your life so it's a grid And Leslie here is trying to tell me that she's completely devoid of all categories, feminine, masculine, and in between (laughs) in the emotional plane, which I find really hard to believe because you were like one gigantic heart at all times. (laughs) Totally. I I agree.
1: Yes. I agree. Oh, my
0: gosh. So I just want to know, like, how, isn't this interesting? I mean, when you said you're a seven of hearts, the first thing through my mind was like, well, of course you are. Like, well, of course you are. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what else would you be? You would either be a king of hearts or seven of hearts. I mean, what else would you be? So how did you go from before the awakened seven of hearts, you before you knew this of Mm. yourself To where you are. Hmm.
1: Tell me more. What do you mean?
0: Oh, you could just start post diapers and pre-gray hair and fill in the blanks. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Here we go. And I love it because this this is when my, if we want to call it awakening, my exploration really started was. Post diapers, pre gray hair, I hit my wall. I've always been a really rebellious, adventurous, unique spark. And, and it's really prescribed to get a partner, get a career. Get the two point five kids with the white picket fence, like wholeheartedly drank that Kool Aid.
0: Boy, Spend does that go against the life. free spirit? Wowza!
1: <laughs> you know, right? And right. on the way, on the, along the way, like my now husband and I, when we were dating, when we were both just finished university, both starting our careers, went and had a meeting with a mortgage broker, and both got so spooked that within april may june july august within five months we had sold everything except our car and we're living in hong kong
0: wow (laughs) that's fun
1: yeah we were like yeah it's so fun oh my gosh i'm a teacher um he's not a teacher but we both ended up teaching english and in hong kong there are a lot of holidays bank holidays if you will both western and eastern i guess you could say so you get time off at harvest you get time off at christmas you get time off at chinese new year you get time off at all of like you like double double time off and every time we had that time off we would travel we would so we traveled like it was our job it was the most amazing Two and a half years, we ended up getting married there. We went to City Hall and got married in Hong Kong just because we could. Came home, got really established in our careers, had our two children, bought a house in the suburbs, and my kids, I think, were like one and three or two and four and I was I was stuffing two kids into the car one to go to daycare one to go to preschool and me to get to work on time I stopped in my tracks and realized that my mantra that was playing in my head all day every day was fuck this life wow and it and it it I was I was shocked Because I felt like I had reached my finish line. Yeah. And I had been led to believe that this was like going to be my euphoria.
0: Oh, the destination versus the journey. Destined. Totally. Um, Totally. Yeah.
1: I did. I did everything right. I played by all the rules. I dotted my i's i crossed my t's here i am and where's my fulfillment and that's Mm. when i was like hex yeah fuck this life no more i went down in time took leave of absence from my job started working three days a week then the next year two days a week then now i i teach one day a week I got my tapping certification. I hired all the coaches, did all the things, got my numerology certifications, all of these things, and started prioritizing me and my desires. And that is a daily blessing slash struggle to this day. <laughs> yeah. Because no one, no one is here to say, good for you. I think
0: I I love that you are acknowledging this because I think there is an enormous misperception when people say I'm a business creator slash owner I'm an entrepreneur I'm a one man show whatever phrase you want to put to it I think there's this sense like you you live this idyllic existence and You do whatever you feel like because you're your own boss. And the flip side to that is, you're kind of free falling if you're not really tuned in and either have a mentor or someone helping you along, or a support crew, or even even if you're the one man show, if you don't have support through other people, you know, like my either like minded people in other communities or people that you connect with or work with or exchange conversation with. It can be an extremely both rewarding and heartbreaking path to take if you're not clear in your heart that this is coming from your heart. Because to me, just to entrepreneur for the sake of, oh, I'm going to entrepreneur because I can make a little money or whatever, I think that is dooming you, not necessarily to monetary failure, but it is definitely just changing the wrapping on the box from, I did corporate, now I do it for myself, but I'm still a prisoner of X, Y, and Z, because at the end of the day, you can sell ice to an Eskimo, but you've got to feel okay inside about what you do and how you do. So I see you and I honor you where you feel like, wow, this is hard because there's nobody patting me on the back to say, oh, geez, Leslie, you know, you're amazing and you did the greatest thing today. And my life is completely, you know, changed every minute of every day because of you. And we get that when we work publicly, because that's sort of the chatter and the noise that shows up when you work publicly. And that's nice. I'm not saying it isn't nice, but if you're not your own best cheerleader, if it isn't you in your heart saying you go girl because you're you're walking your truth you're speaking your truth you're showing up as who you really are you're bringing your best to the collective from your heart not because you took it from some coach's cookbook i think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs feel disillusioned
1: i completely agree totally And Mm -hmm. it's this whole thing, again, like you say, a different wrapping on the box is that still this belief system of external validation, be it with dollar bills, be it with kudos, be it with still having that employee mindset of like, you have to do it, as you say, totally echoing you from the heart.
0: Yeah. And And that, that can be hard. And, and I'll tell you, I hear you saying, you know, yes, I got my tapping certification. I got my numerology certification and and you're brilliant in both venues, by the way, everybody listening, she's brilliant in both venues. Thanks, But what I do say is that you can take 10 people who all take the same program, who all get the certification, but not all 10 are going to use the tool as a tool to bring out the truth of really helping people walk home to themselves, really helping people Mm. walk home to their heart. So I love the available tools, you know, sure. EFT. Yes. I'm a practitioner. I don't broadcast it. I predominantly use it for myself because it just doesn't fit my fancy about how do I want to move forward? It doesn't mean it's not an amazing tool because it is. And it is something that helps many, many, many people, but it doesn't define you and nor does your numerology. Mm -hmm. I'm an advanced numerologist, as you well know. Love me some numbers, but it does not define me. It's not the only thing. It is one of many languages or tools that I feel I can share and use to help bring the message forward. And so when you and I talk outside of this podcast, the the purity of what you speak, it's like I hear you say things and there is never ever the thought that goes through my mind like, is she for real? Like, is this real? I hear you speak and I'm like, oh my God, that Leslie man, she's freaking right on it again. And it just, not everybody has that. No, let me rephrase. Everybody has that, but not everybody understands how to tap into that and to own it mm. and then to own it so much that it it doesn't feel weird to express and use it. Mm. Because that it has to come from somebody else isn't there. Totally. So continue. I and interrupted the diaper to gray hair story. So we went to, no, no. we got numbers and now what?
1: Right. <laughs> totally. And thank you for that. And that, and that does mean so much. And as much as I'm such a, like build your relationship with self and number one self, and you have to be your own cheerleader still feels good when someone says, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. So here I am with these tools and yeah, number one, using them for me, using them for me and then launch into becoming a quote unquote coach. I see myself more as a guide.
0: Okay. But do you think that's semantics coach guide?
1: Yeah, it is. It totally is.
0: I mean, I think, I think we have an association to the word coach, whether it's the football coach, the bowling coach, the life coach, it's, it's almost like you pedestal somebody like, oh, they have the rule book and the playbook. And so they're going to help me like figure out my life. And I don't feel that those of us who offer coaching services at whatever level we do, I don't feel like we're offering the playbook for somebody else's life. I feel truly like we are servicing as a guide or a conduit for people through which mm. they receive the information they need to receive but we're not necessarily giving the playbook so i think no. your phraseology is correct that maybe coach doesn't feel good to you and i would maybe ask you so what does feel good to you what what when you think about this is this is how I feel when Miel comes to me and says Leslie help me out here I need some clarity walk with me partway because I'm just kind of stuck here and then we go through part of your program or we have conversations like this what does that make you feel?
1: A great question <laughs> so I, and that's it and I think I just haven't maybe there isn't
0: a word so you know you told me you're a teacher and so another word for teacher yeah. is educator yeah. mentor guide yeah. a teacher is a guide with a little more knowledge than those who are receiving the knowledge and so totally You are literally a teacher and you just are choosing to wrap it up in a quote unquote title, but whether it's teacher mentor guide, the essence of the, who you are, you're almost like the earth angel holding out your hand to say, let me walk with you a little ways until you feel strong enough to walk on your own. You know, like the little kid that's like, Mom, can you can you hold my finger so I don't fall over? You're not making them walk. They might trip, yeah. but you're like, I got you, sweetheart. I got you. And this is how yeah. the the feeling I get when I speak with you is I'm not gonna prevent you from maybe falling, but it's okay. I'm holding your hand and I'll walk this portion of the journey with you because I got you. Mm. Like that's the that's the cozy polar fleece feeling I feel when I talk to you. And that's what I mm. feel you bring forward for your clients. With a little sass.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a little sass and a little like some hard truth sometimes that <laughs> I don't sometimes catches them off guard. It's so interesting you bring in the analogy of holding hands because my son, my youngest, he's nine. And he has a bit of separation anxiety he always has it's just who he is and sometimes we still hold hands and it's not because he can't walk it's not because he doesn't he needs support walking he needs to know that I'm there and yes. that's such a beautiful analogy and and that's exactly as these coaches teachers mentors guides support system for people who like are a little scared of the dark mm-hmm. Yeah, that we can Hold hands and walk towards the light.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: and just stay on the path. Don't get don't get distracted by shiny, bleepy things. And, and it's totally, yes, we have been on our own paths, but also every single one of the women that I work with, that my clients that I support, and in our friend base too it's I don't I actually have never been on your journey. So let's let's like take a peek around and see what's there. And you will see it through your perspective. And I will see it through my perspective. And we'll have a chat and see, see what comes out. Yeah. Because when it's our journey, when it's our experience home to ourself, I 100% agree with you when you said that earlier, that this whole human experience is a journey home to our true self, to our heart, to our authentic experience. But when we're on our own path, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees.
0: That is so true. And you, it is so true. And, need- and I, I think it's the filter that we see our lives in. And you need, mm-hmm. all of us need at some point. An extra set of eyes, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. who uh, Somebody who's not wrapped up in the details of our world. Somebody who doesn't have the attachment that we place on all of our stuff. What's so helpful to have someone who can help you navigate and negotiate the twists and the turns and it's not to say, nope, don't take the turn. It's just saying, oh, so listen, by the way, the guardrail's busted over there. So if you go a little too far, you might fall over the edge. Why don't you come on back here with me? Let me help you a little bit. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is such it is such a gift to find someone who can do that with you, who can walk that with you. And And this brings me to my next question. So obviously- Having certain tools really makes a difference, but I have to be honest, I really feel like our life experience, our our expression of what we've gone through in earth school, each of us individually, I think provides its own set of tools. Mm. I'm sure all of your clients, because there's nobody in this world who comes through unscathed, everybody has gone through whatever their something is. And there is no comparison like, you know, my event is 10 times better or worse than your event. It Whatever. It is what it is what it is. But the reality is when you come through those events, those times in your life where you're like, whoa, this this is rough, you gain tools. And if you didn't go through those things, then you wouldn't have the tools to help you navigate the upcoming challenge. Because we all know the path yeah. isn't straight. Totally. You know?
1: Yeah, 100%. It's yeah.
0: never straight. It twists, it turns, it zigs, yeah. it zags. Yeah. And I think your experiences yeah. definitely serve to help women who are, you know, they may only be one or two percent I don't want to say behind, that's not necessarily the right word, but one or 2% away from the amount of experience and exposure that you've had the opportunity to have. And so Mm -hmm. therefore you are the guide and the mentor Mm -hmm. because you can say, not only do I see you, but I understand because I've already walked that part of the path in a different way, but I've been on that portion of the path and let me, help guide you through the twists and the turns.
1: Totally, Yeah. A hundred percent. And nine times out of 10, the twist and the turns, what it is, it's like, you're going around my clients. You're going around a roundabout and you keep going around and you just get to a frustration point where you want to get spit out. You want to get off the merry-go-round you want to stop doing the same things and getting the same result and are just ready for for something new it's true we i love gathering in community with women it's one of my most favorite things to do because no matter as you say no matter where we've come from big t trauma little t trauma no matter what we can relate to each other so deeply and we heal in we heal in community we heal by realizing that we're all on the same path we've all looped we've all sloughed off the side of the curb we've all taken some nose dives and usually it's because we're not Because we're doing something for somebody else. Yeah. We're living our life for somebody else. We're following someone else's dream. And when we do start to follow our calling and our dreams and our desires, it feels wrong. Because our ego brain is kicking up such a fuss because it doesn't feel safe. And then also looking out to the external world. It's not encouraged. It doesn't feel safe.
0: It's especially not encouraged for women. I don't, I don't mean to necessarily get all gender, gender specific, but you and I were both raised in the generation of, for the most part, the men go off and do X, Y, Z and the women, maybe they have that part-time job or maybe they do this or that, but their, their gig is they're going to be home family care, raising, taking care of hubby and the house and the this and that. And then as you move forward through time, put whatever label you want on it. Then we went through this phase where it was almost like WWE wrestling for women, be the be the boss babe and be the boss woman and you know, you're so strong, you've got to do x y and z and then it was almost like be superhuman, so not only be the professional or run the corporation oh yeah but when you're done take off your business suit and high heels don't forget you can't wear sneakers yet and then you still go home and got to do the dishes and the laundry and raise the kids but you're supposed to be superwoman the the meryl street movie with the shoes there the devil wears prada yeah so her character in that movie i'm like oh whoa There there's a lot of gals that could look at this and say oh that could be me And the reality is, do we have to be a big-ass boss babe? Can't we just be who we are? Can't we just own who we are and say to the kids or the hubby or whatever, there's the on button on the washer, my friend, and I'll show you how much detergent to put in and you go do that. Because mama needs to take a bath. But we're taught, (laughs) don't do that we're taught that's not okay and i guess my question is why why is that not okay like who who made that rule book is it because we birth children (laughs) like what's the deal who made that that's right a man made that rule book so i'm not saying you know let's man bash because you know i live with no 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 i get that but there's a there's a definite Expectation, whether it's spoken or not spoken, that is changing. It's just changing awfully slowly. But an awful lot of it is conditioning that this is what we're led to believe is the path to, you know, whatever, you'll be the queen of PTA. Or everybody will say, oh my gosh, Leslie, she's the most amazing mama and teacher. And she juggles while she's making spaghetti and gets the laundry done. It's unbelievable. And, you know, sooner or later, wow, wow, that's a burnout. That's a total burnout. Yeah,
1: that is a bunch of, yeah, totally. And if you love it and are truly enjoying it and getting filled up on it, amazing. And if you're not, then you have to say something. Yes. I spent years not saying anything. This communication piece is huge. I want to come back to that like successful boss babe, devil wears Prada. It's such an interesting time because women who are ambitious and successful in whatever avenue that they're in, we were led to believe that we needed to do it in a masculine way. Mm -hmm. so we needed to be like busting balls and being an asshole and doing all the things whereas it is our job I truly believe that it's our job as women in this today right here that we get to be quote-unquote successful whatever that feels like for us in our way Mm Mm-hmm. We can still be strong, independent, powerful woman and say no and say, I need help and say, I'm not making the roast tonight, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I just envision myself saying that to my my kids and my husband. I'm not making a roast, bitches. Actually, they probably would be like, we know. (laughs) Although I do like to make a nice dinner every now and again, but not every night. Like, come on.
0: Right. Yeah. But the communication piece is so it is so significant that we're also very often raised with the belief again of we're not supposed to say anything and i i'm i mean i know this will come as a great shock i'm an extremely independent individual and i got a big mouth <laughs> and i don't hesitate to speak up when something really aggravates me it comes out and there it is but i was definitely raised as the nurturer you take care of your family, you take care of all the things, you make sure all the ducks are in a row and you know everybody's got clean underwear and there's at least one clean coffee mug left. And it has been a long journey where I can actually leave the dish in the sink and say, I'm doing the dishes. I've been at work for 15 hours. I'm not cleaning dishes tonight. And the key is I have to walk away and say, I don't really care if anybody else cleans those dishes. Mm-hmm as opposed to I'm not cleaning the dishes and then get upset if they don't get cleaned. So, so again, there's this kind of unconditionality lack of attachment to the communication piece that I think sometimes gets lost in the shuffle. The open communication certainly certainly helps, but you can't go at it with, and I have this expectation of some response.
1: Oh my gosh. Right. Like I'm not I'm not loading the dishwasher and then you open the dishwasher and it's been loaded by someone else and then you freak out because it's not right.
0: Correct. Yeah. So this control letting rate, go. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: That releasing of control is also a whole lesson
0: to itself. Yes. Because it's completely 180 from what we've been raised with. If we're running with- the house, you know, if we're running the show, well, whatever else is going on, what well, obviously yeah. we do it our way because that's how it gets done efficiently. So <laughs> it's then the right way because <laughs> it's the right way. <laughs> so the 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 dichotomy of this, of course, is that when you say, "All right, I could use a little help here," you have to be open and honest and willing to possibly take the hit of we don't offer to do that because we don't do it the way you want it done. And so we don't do that. So that message is not to be confrontational, is not to throw it back in your face. What I hear in that conversation is the fear of, we're not going to do it to an expectation. And then we have this other thing that happens is what makes us just back off and like not even go there because we know it's not going to be okay. So that if yeah. if we, the mama or the the whomever in the household says all right y'all on dish duty now then we also have to be able to walk away and say i don't really care that they don't put the forks facing down and that they're in the wrong place in the flatware holder that's yeah. hard that's very hard it is
1: hard totally yeah totally it, because that's all part of the conditioning too that uh-huh. we have to be in control we have to have our hand in it
0: yes and so i think what you bring to your clients is the beginning pieces that they they start to see that little glimmer of light which is ah, i don't have to control every little thing what a relief what a relief yeah yeah it's that
1: invisible load that it is exhausting, paralyzing, frustrating. Yeah. And so many women aren't aren't seeing it yet.
0: Yes. So what I also see and what I really love about things like your membership group. And some of the other programs that you offer is through the gentle community building, the awareness of these pieces of what I call your roadblocks to your heart, literally. You know, you've been building mm. this construction zone <laughs> with all the little seahorses or saw horses and Red lights and you know diverting mm-hmm. arrows and you you've totally covered up the who you are with these roadblocks and mm. this this is actually the name of something I want to build so I'm going to share it with you here I I see what you offer as a means of deconstructing the zone like helping women remove the roadblocks to their heart through what you offer through community mm-hmm. through the membership through your programs. And that piece of how you do that is what brings the awareness to some of your clients. Because your your point is absolutely 100% spot on. How can you start to shift your perspective of yourself when you have no awareness of what it is that's making you that unhappy? You symptomatically have an idea. Uh, my husband pisses me off because he won't load the dishes. Oh, you know, nobody understands that I keep tripping over the socks on the way to the bathroom. Oh, whatever. Those are just the symptoms. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, typically oh, yeah. we slap a Band-Aid on by, you know, putting a laundry basket in the middle of the hallway versus let's really get to the crux of the problem. <clears throat> and so yeah. I think what you share and what you offer is teaching women the spark of awareness so they can start to see their light. Mm, And I love that. mm -hmm. Thank you. I love that too. So you tell me, how, how did we find you so that you can continue to open the light for people?
1: You can find me on the socials on Instagram. I'm Leslie Fornelli on there with underscores and both ends of the name. I'm on Facebook, again, Leslie Fornelli, or you can email me, Leslie Fornelli at Gmail, or go to my website, lesliefornelli.com.
0: Well, it's nice and consistent that it's Leslie Fornelli everywhere.
1: It has taken me years, but I've gotten it. Like, let it be
0: easy. Right? I love this. Yeah. I love this. Any parting pearl of wisdom that you would like to leave? Mm. don't
1: be scared that almost brings tears to my eyes because it feels scary when you start to take those roadblocks away because you feel like you might be blowing up your whole life but it's worth
0: it and I promise I love this thank you for spending time with me
1: i loved this too thank you so much for the invitation it is such an honor and i love what you're doing here what a beautiful service meal you are such a gem
0: thank you thank you so much i love this it's so much fun It is so fun. I love it. I like people like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I talk to people like from all over the world and we just shoot the shit. And, and we talk about the importance of compassion and kindness and love and returning home to your heart. And I mean, how much better does it get? Sometimes there's a coffee and sometimes there's a margarita, but damn, like I got it good.
1: Right. Right. Totally. I'm my, I'm all my my body's all goosebumpy i love it yeah. right so fun blessed blessed lives
0: yeah good stuff thank you thank you
1: thank you beauty we'll chat soon
0: holy smokes i can feel the embers from the bonfire still in my heart Leslie just lights the world with her beautiful soul you can find her in all the spaces but I will put the links directly in the show notes. Pretty much, you can find her at lesliefernelli.com You can find her on Instagram, underscore lesliefrinelli, underscore, She's in the spaces. Look her up. She's amazing. Let me share what else is on the platter for y'all for upcoming offers of support. If you're looking for more, there is, of course, as you know, the monthly unconditionally used Zoom meeting virtual meetup session that I offer once a month with a particular topic of focus. And it's an open space to come. It's a safe space to come and just exchange information, reflections, catch a few insights. Of course, you can get everything you need about numerology and more over on the website, www.foxdenenergetics.com. And if you would be so sweet as to leave a five-star review for me for this podcast, it helps to keep this bumped up in the algorithm so other people can find it. Please share this out with your friends. And of course, if you don't want to miss anything, subscribe. The little buttons at the top with the three little dot thingies, just push the thing and it'll say subscribe or follow. I would just love that. So I'm just so very grateful to have this opportunity to bring you these interviews, these guest episodes, my little solo reflections. I do Thursday parking lot wisdom and just so much more. So again, sending you all so much love.